Welcome to the only podcast that tells it like it is, while giving you powerful, actionable tools to empower you to live your best life. Fuck anxiety. Are you ready to get shit done? And now your host, anxiety expert and certified life coach, Vicki Louise. Hi lovelies and welcome to episode number 28. So today we're going to be talking all about the relationship between technology and anxiety. So before we even get started, I want you to think for a minute about how your relationship with technology has changed over the past 10 years. And I'm pretty confident that all of you are now realizing it's changed a lot. I remember 10 years ago, I was backpacking with my best friend, Natalie, and we went to India, Southeast Asia, South America. Wow, it was amazing. Anyway, we had a camera with us, and not like a fancy, we are amazing photographer's camera, but a digital camera. Right? This was the time before smartphones could take such great photos. We actually didn't even have smartphones with us. We were going to internet cafes and logging into the computers at the hostels to email and Facebook message people. So I am certain <laughs> times have changed a lot. And technology's changed at such a rapid rate, our brains cannot keep up. So technology is, of course, completely impacting our brains and our anxiety. You are probably listening now, nodding and agreeing. It is not surprising that technology and our phones are linked to anxiety. You've probably felt it when the phone bleeps, pings, rings, all the different sounds for all the different apps, constantly creating an alert in your brain. Reminder, When your brain is alerted, it triggers your pre-existing survival instincts. You have to check, is this ping something bad? Is this ping something good? We know we are constantly looking to detect pain or pleasure, so which one will this be? Have you ever had your phone make a sound in the middle of you saying something, literally mid-sentence, phone alerts with one of those sounds and you completely forget what you're talking about. That's because your brain has gone into alert mode. It's always trying to protect you from any potential danger. It's literally gone into its most primal instinct, which is focus on the potential alert and danger. And here's the wild thing. Even when there's no sound coming from your phone, there is the ongoing possibility that there will be. So having your phone on and with you means there's a part of your brain reserved for catching that phone alert. And the constant possibility of hearing something good or bad at any point in time. Maybe you've sent a text, an email, a WhatsApp, a Slack, posted on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Pinterest, and then you're waiting for a reply. Think about it. All those apps, all those ways to be contacted and distracted and hear about potential threats or opportunities, it's driving our brains wild. Because the problem is not that technology exists. It's that we are using it 
24-7. And more than that even, we are using it for work 24-7 and for social 24-7. So we are constantly playing at least two roles in how we use technology, which blurs into one big stress time bomb. The stress impacts your brain, releases the hormones, and has a role in your anxiety. And as well as this obvious impact, technology also has a few subtle impacts on your anxiety. The first one I want to speak about is avoidance, because guess what? As humans, we like to avoid pain. Literally, it's part of our programming to avoid pain. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you will have heard me speak about this a lot, because avoiding pain literally kept us alive for tens of thousands of years. And your brain wants to keep you alive, so it wants to avoid pain. So whenever you are facing potential discomfort, we tend to overeat, overspend, overwork, and now, thanks to technology, overswipe, scroll, stare, watch whatever we're doing as we walk around with this permanent distraction in our pockets. And in the short term, this is great. Avoid the awkward situation. Pull out the phone. Don't feel the social anxiety. Have something to do. Block out that negativity. But discomfort leads to growth. Life is going to be full of positive and negative for everyone. Avoiding does not get rid of the discomfort. It actually feeds it. And then it will remain there in the background, feeling more uncomfortable, spreading to other parts of your life and other situations. So before you know it, you're watching Netflix to avoid, to avoid feeling guilty about spending too much time on your phone. Can you see what's happening here? It's perpetuating and expanding. And I like to think of it when it comes to dating, right? It used to be that the only way to ask someone out was to ask them out to their face or maybe even via their landline. And yes, it was scary, but it was the only way. So people got over their anxiety about facing that potential rejection we all want to avoid, and they did it anyway, right? Then they learned that they could survive rejection. <laughs> Such an important lesson. But now, thanks to swiping apps, people no longer need to approach each other in real life. So we can sit in the comfort of our homes, swiping, messaging, and creating more opportunities for alerts, actually, essentially from the comfort of our cave. And there are so many of these apps, so you can half start talking with someone and then completely back out of meeting them when it becomes scary. Ghosting is real. And of course it is, because these apps feed our pre-existing social anxieties and allow us to feel like we're trying to meet someone when really we're sat at home talking to screens. And I know many of you listening are doing this. And yes, of course, it's more comfortable. But that discomfort and proof that we can overcome it is so important. So we learn not to listen to our anxiety all the time. So we learn that we can experience discomfort and we can still do hard things. So that's the first one, avoidance. The second one I want to speak about is sleep, because technology is impacting your sleep. And if you are already struggling to sleep, 
due to your existing anxiety, this is again going to be perpetuating your poor sleeping habits, whether it's because of that potential ping at any time or our reliance on watching something to avoid our own thoughts as we lie in bed. More than this, the poor sleep leaves you with less energy to cope with your anxiety in your day. So in this sense, technology is a double-edged sword. Switch it off. <laughs> Several people I've coached have said to me that they can't sleep without watching a screen. Maybe you're like these people and it just wasn't an option for them. And I call bullshit because maybe, yes, you will have to wean yourself off it, isn't that worrying in itself? But you can, of course, sleep without Netflix. The human race has done so for most of its existence. So maybe it will take you a few days to adjust. That's okay. It will be worth it. Getting into the habit of sleeping without technology is far better for your anxiety. So technology and sleep. That's the second one. And lastly, I want to speak about tech de dependency and how dependent we are on technology for all the things. Phone battery low. How will I find my way to X? How will I order an Uber? How will I decide where to get my coffee? And I absolutely can't walk without listening to music or maybe even this podcast. <laughs> but our reliance on technology and smartphones to do so much in our lives mean low phone battery, potential lost phone, and poor cell reception can lead to panic attacks. How reliant are you on technology? What would happen if you couldn't use your phone for a day, for a weekend? What would that look like for you? Aeroplane mode. Here is a secret. It's not just for aeroplanes. I highly recommend you set aside time when you will be putting your phone on airplane mode. And in case it's not obvious from what I've said already, I definitely think that time should be throughout the night and probably into your morning, maybe your last few hours. But that's up to you. Just really, really start using that airplane mode. I work with clients quite often on creating a sustainable way they can have technology in their life in a way where they're not a slave to it because we've not been taught how to use this tool and we were never explained how it would impact our mental health. And they are literally built to be addictive, by the way. So if you find yourself waking up in the morning and opening your phone, spending hours online during the day, walking through the street with your neck bent to always see that screen, then we should probably talk. And I'll be leaving a link in the show notes to set up a free call with me this isn't something I'm always able to do. So this is your opportunity to get free coaching with me and start to get a handle of your anxiety. And don't worry, if none of the times work, I will be leaving an email address or you can contact us and one of us will get back, one of my team will get back to you and find a time for us to talk. So have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Take care, bye. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickilouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, 
then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.